welcome to You're the Head and Not the Tail podcast with your host, Bishop Mark A. Nicholson. This podcast offers you an inspirational word to illuminate your walk with God. Just as God called Abraham to walk with him, he's making a call to you to walk with him. So now, prepare your hearts for what the Lord would say to you today. The subject I want to speak on is humility brings healing. And I want to tell you a story about the rings. Somebody came to my house and asked if I could sign some papers for them, but I didn't have a pen. So I left them in the room while I went and got the pen. Well, I got the pen and I signed their papers and everything was so happy. Later that evening, my wife came home and um, apparently she said, um, Ma, have you seen my rings? I said, no, honey, didn't you have them on? She said, no, I left them in the front room. I said, where in the front room? Just on the window ledge. Oh, well, nobody was in there. Then I remembered that I had left somebody earlier that day in the front room while I went to get a pen. So I said to my wife, "Um, yes. Somebody was in the front room. Um, they came and asked for some papers to be signed. And um, I signed their paper. Immediately she must have thought, well, what's the possibility of them? They could have taken the ring. I said, no, I don't think they could have done that. Well, they, she said, well, that, that, that person was the only person in the room at the time. Um, could you ask them? I said, ask the person. Well, it makes sense. I left them in the front room last night. Somebody's come into the front room to sign some papers. You haven't taken it. It's only obvious. I said, that's, that's difficult. She said, would you ask if they took the rings? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. That was very difficult. I remember getting the phone, calling the individual and introducing myself, hope so, that they were fine and they're well. Then I drop the question. I told them I'm missing some rings in the front room and I just want to know whether you saw them. Um, and he stopped me there and said, are you saying that I took your rings? I'm, I said, no, I'm just asking if you saw them. Whether He said, I want to tell you now, I did not touch anything in that room than just to sign the papers and left. So if you think that I would have stolen your rings, I would have never done that. And they put the phone down on me. Well, I told my wife that and she, I think she felt it's nobody else. And you know, those rings went missing for three years. It was her engagement ring wedding ring, eternity rings. Throughout those years, I, I tried to find something that could replace them. I even gave her my mother's ring. Um, she was grateful. It was a wonderful sentiment, but it was like a pain. Three years, not having those rings that I gave her as a way of pledging my love to her. Well, believe it or not, I was ministering in the States 
and um, sitting in the front room of the individual, talking like normal. This is three years. I got a phone call from London to the United States and I saw my wife. I wonder what's the problem? She called me and she said, guess what? I said, what? The rings that has been missing for three years. I said, yes, I've got them. She's shouting all over the floor. She could, she's just screaming with jubilation. I said, I'm so happy that you've got, the, I'm so happy for you. And even my guests, while I was over there who were hosting me, they were looking at me and said, you're happy? I said, yes, I'm going to tell you what happened about these rings. I told them and so forth. And then after I'd finished, I got a lovely WhatsApp message from my wife wearing the three rings on her finger. It was amazing. But here was the crunch. I felt convicted that after three years, in a sense, it would have been that I've actually accused the individual of taking the rings. I had to ring that person and tell them that I was sorry for maybe accusing them or suggesting that they had taken the ring. I rang, spoke to the individual, and the person was kind enough to say, don't worry, I'm glad the rings were found. On putting the phone down, it humbled me. And you know what? It brought a lot of healing and conclusion because where I would have thought that he would have been the only person that would have taken the rings, I felt automatically healed. Why? Because I didn't allow my pride to hold me back. Hence the reason I talk about humility brings healing. You know, pride is often the true reason why we get our feelings hurt. Why we feel rejected. Why we won't admit to mistakes. Why we want to be seen with certain people. And why we stay angry. Because, you know, the way up is down. He who humbles himself will be exalted. And you can read that from um, Luke 14, 11. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. You know, there are so many types of pride. I, I, I really didn't realize this, but there are so many different types of pride. Spiritual pride, self-righteousness, financial pride, impressing others with one's wealth, political pride, being sure of political correctness, sexual pride, always seeming to attract the opposite sex, cultural pride, impressing people with your love of the arts, pride of the pedigree, place importance on one's background, it's educational pride, impressing with degrees, intellect pride, always needing to prove how much you know and how much intelligence you are, pride of your good looks, orderly concern with your, overly concerned with your appearance, whether regardless dress, figure or hair. There's also, you know what, national pride, 
sometimes being over patriotic or racially pride, colour of your skin. There is even theological pride. When one feels superior because of the rightness of their doctrine. It's closely attained to this prophetic pride. When one gloats over their prophetic success. I tell you. I'm sure and I know that humility brings healing. Do you remember Naaman? The Bible says Naaman was the captain of the army of the Aryans. He was a great man. Every victory he won. He was valiant, a fantastic warrior. But there was one problem with Naaman. He was a leper. You know, the word Naaman, it comes from a Hebrew verb, means delightful, pleasant, beautiful. It tells me that at one point of his life, he must have been a very attractive man. But watch this. There was a time in his life where the Elijah told him, if you want to be cleared of your leprosy, you need to dip in that pool seven times. And he said, listen, I'm not doing that. You want me to dip in the Jordan River? The dirtiest river of them all? Why couldn't you tell me to dip in another river? In a sense, Elijah said, if you're going to get your breakthrough, you're going to be humble. If you're going to get your healing and your breakthrough, you've got to be humble. He said, Naaman said, well, why couldn't you just, just wave your hand over me or speak over me? And, and, you know, it's easy. But to dip into that pool seven times, the dirtiest river in throughout the whole Middle East, why can't I? He said, listen, unless you dip seven times, you'll never be clean. What am I saying? It's only until then that Naaman dipped into the river Jordan that he broke the pride because the Bible says he was a valiant man. He had so much accolades. He was famous, captain of the army, of the Syrian army. But now they came to a point that before your breakthrough can come, you got to be humble. Let me tell you out there. There are certain things that God wants to give you a breakthrough, but God's going to bring you to a point of being human, being humility, being humble before him before your breakthrough come. And it was only until Naaman dipped seven times in the river Jordan and came humble that his humility brought him healing. Am I speaking to somebody out there today? Are you a Naaman? That refuse to humble yourself. And God says as long as it takes. And you refuse to be humble. The longer it will take for you to come up clean. And the Bible explains to us in the book of Kings. Soon as Naaman dipped seven times into that water. The river Jordan. He came up clean. Can I share with you we need to get rid of the buts in our life the bible says that naaman had everything going for him but he was a leper 
I don't care what's going for you at this moment. I don't care how great your degrees may be. I don't care how well you've done in life. You need to be humble. That's the but. Let me encourage you. Humility brings healing. And if God wants you to dip, if God wants you to bow, if God wants you to apologize, if God wants you to start again, brothers and sisters, do exactly what God instructs you to do for your healing to take place. God bless you. You have been listening to You're the Head and Not the Tail podcast by Bishop Mark A. Nicholson. I hope you've been inspired by the word and my prayer is for you to receive wisdom, knowledge and understanding to embrace each day whatever life throws at you. Why not follow me on Facebook, Acts Christian Church, or click the link to support this ministry. Well, until next time, remember, you're the head.